We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You are listening to KC Sports Network, the number one podcast network for today's Kansas City sports fans. With former players from your favorite teams, informed perspectives, and former insiders, this is the place for you. KC Sports Network is proudly presented by Emprise Bank, your partner in Possible. What's up, Chiefs Kingdom? What a game last night. Chiefs 20, Titans 17 as they move to 6-2 and two on the season. Stay atop the AFC West and now are tied with the Buffalo Bills for the best record in the AFC. That was definitely one of those games that you're going to want to go back and watch again because you'll know how it ends and you might it'll be a lot more enjoyable uh, to watch it again. Obviously, uh, anytime it's a victory, you probably feel like that, but specifically with that one because that was a very frustrating watch, at least for me. I don't know how you guys feel. Let me know in the comments section how you felt watching that game last night, but definitely one that'll be more enjoyable to go back and watch again and it made it even more difficult because we were doing uh with casey sports network a second screen watch party uh from the kingdom bar and girl last night which made uh it a little more tough to know you're just on camera the entire time and wanting to scream and cuss and after butker missed his field goal i just got up and walked off for a little while uh that had that is the one that did me in for there for a little bit but you know you've got patrick mahomes on your team you know he always got a shot regardless of how they're looking at the time but appreciate uh you for tuning into this episode uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or you're listening to the podcast audio, we appreciate you for spending part of your day with us and listening to this show. I'm BJ Kissel. I'm the founder and CEO of KC Sports Network, a former Chiefs insider and sideline reporter. I was with the Chiefs from 2014 to 2020, was on the sideline for the Super Bowl. Um, doesn't really mean anything now with what's going on with the team, but got an interesting perspective and hopefully share some stories. And I always like this show because... Uh, once we get into this, it's just 10 things uh, that stood out from the game. They're nuggets, they're superlatives, they're stats, they're interesting things that you can bring up to your buddies in the midst of a conversation to sound a little bit smarter. Makes me smarter just reading through these and, and laying all these out for you. So uh, I appreciate you listening and, and tuning into this episode again. Please like and subscribe if you're watching on YouTube. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, give us a follow and see if you like any other shows on the network. Uh, 10 things just one of 16 different shows that we've got on the network throughout the week that cover the Kansas City Chiefs with uh, more than 15 different hosts uh, and by design to give you a lot of different perspectives and former players insiders analysts different people cover the team uh, 
it's been a lot of fun. And we appreciate your support, but uh, this show would not be possible uh, without our partner, Kansas city strength and conditioning. If you're in the Kansas city area, or you know, somebody who is that's training a baseball or softball player ages eight to 18, uh, I would invite you to give my friend, John Renzi, a call again at KCSC at 913-638-8960. I've known John for more than 20 years. We played baseball together growing up. And even back then, if there were any questions I had about what a body, what my body needed to maximize its performance. John has always been a go-to person or a thought leader in that space. Not surprising to see the success that he's had uh, with KCSC. They've got a new facility to open, opening up near Mill Valley uh, here in the next couple of weeks. Uh, so that should be great for them. But again, uh, John won't say they've sent hundreds of kids to college, dozens of players drafted, guys that you've watched on TV play baseball, uh, especially in the Kansas City area, um, have probably worked out. Uh, at KCSC at some point. So go give them a call, 913-638-8960, if that is something that you are looking for. Now let's get into the 10 things that stood out as the Chiefs again moved to 6-2 and on the season. Atop the AFC West and uh, tied along the Buffalo Bills atop the entire AFC. All right, these are the 10 things that stood out in this game to me. And the first five, we're going to spend specifically talking about Patrick Mahomes because we – Talked a little bit about on the postgame show, and I talk about it a lot, not normalizing greatness uh, and what we're seeing. And every time I look at these records and these things that the Chiefs Communications Department puts together after the game, uh, they do a great job of just kind of contextualizing what we're seeing uh, so we don't just kind of get numb uh, to the plays that he's out there making and uh, the records and just you know pace that he's on to do different things, wins, yards, touchdowns, all of it. Uh, it's crazy. Uh, when you break it down like this, but number one, uh, Mahomes completed 43 of 68 passes for 446 yards with a touchdown and an interception in last night's game. His 43 completions and his 68 attempts are both new franchise single game records for the Chiefs, topping the previous marks of 55 attempts and 39 completions. All right, the 55 attempts had been the previous record and was actually a tie. Two people had done that in Chiefs franchise history, the first being Joe Montana at San Diego on October 9th, 1994. And then it happened just a few months later with Steve Bono back in 1994 at Miami. Both of those guys had attempted 55 passes. Again, that was the previous record that just got obliterated uh, by Patrick Mahomes in this game against the Titans on Sunday night with 68 pass attempts. Uh, Makes sense. Running game pretty much non-existent outside of Patrick Mahomes. Uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit, but Patrick Mahomes rushing the ball, scrambling, um, got to be very tough uh, for the Titans uh, to watch, knowing the history and some of the highlights that we've seen of him running the ball against the Titans and scoring touchdowns, just like we saw in the game last night. But the 43 completions, obviously also a franchise record. The previous mark was Elvis Gerbach at Oakland on November 5th, 2000. That previous mark was 39 completions and then tied for third Joe Montana at San Diego again that same game October 9th 1994 and then 37 completions also Patrick Mahomes at Tampa Bay November 29th 2020 and then number five also Patrick Mahomes 36 completions against the Tennessee Titans on November 10th 2019 so Obviously, Mahomes uh, is all over these record books. Um, and you move on to number two, it gets even more interesting. And I don't, this is where it gets, I don't know if this is really exciting. And I say sad because if you're watching this and you're a diehard longtime Chiefs fan, you know how long it had been since we had our own guy. We had a lot of good quarterbacks. 
Obviously, Joel Montana, very good quarterback. Trent Green, one of the best dudes I've ever met in my life. Phenomenal career in Kansas City, but didn't spend his entire career here. Uh, wasn't drafted here. So uh, when I when we bring up these stats, I don't know if we should celebrate them or just context, hey, uh, this is what he's doing, but always make me feel a little, feel some kind of way. Uh, but number two, with his 446 passing yards on Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes passed Trent Green for the second most passing yards in franchise history. Patrick Mahomes now has 21,596 career passing yards. It marks Mahomes' 35th career game of 300 or more passing yards. I'm going to say that one again. I do this a few times. Patrick Mahomes now has 35 career games of 300 or more passing yards, extending his franchise record in that way. His 35 games of 300 or more passing yards are tied with Matt Ryan and Tom Brady for the most in the NFL since he entered the league in 2017, despite the fact that in 2017, Patrick Mahomes only played one game. Uh, and that was the last game of the season at the Denver Broncos. I'm sure we all remember that one uh, with some crazy passes that uh, kind of set the, set the tone for what we were going to see. And, you know, a comeback. A victory in that one. Mahomes 446 passing yards are tied for the fifth most passing yards in a single game in franchise history and are tied for his third best single game performance. He now owns nine 400 yard passing games in his career. And again, I'm going to go back to the first point uh, that we made as far as Patrick Mahomes passing Trent Green to move to second place on the franchise's all time list. He's just under, he's about 6,900 passing yards shy of surpassing the late great Len Dawson uh, who leads the chiefs uh, in passing yards in a franchise or in a career uh, in franchise history with 28,507. So obviously Mahomes will finish out this season. And then at the end of next season, at some point, middle of the last two thirds of next season, uh, if he stays healthy, we'll flirt with passing uh, the late great hall of famer, Len Dawson for the most passing yards in chiefs franchise history. And again, Patrick Mahomes is what on his sixth season uh, here as the Chiefs quarterback. So we've seen crazy numbers. And when you bring up already becoming like franchise leaders in things like career passing yards, uh, it's it's crazy. Different game. Understand all of those things. But it's still crazy when you put into context like that. And again, Patrick Mahomes, 35 games now with at least 300 yards passing in his career already led the franchise in that mark. Now we've got 35 Trent green, number two at 24 uh, and Trent green in fairness played just uh, five seasons in Kansas city or excuse me, six seasons in Kansas city as Patrick Holmes is now in his seventh, 17, 18, 19, 20, 20, five seasons starting for Patrick Mahomes. So yeah, sorry doing some some math with my fingers, if you can hear me tapping. Uh, anyway, let's move on to number three. With his seven-yard touchdown pass to wide receiver McCole Hardman, Mahomes extended his streak of consecutive games with a touchdown throw to 13, the fifth longest streak in franchise history. Mahomes now owns three of the five longest streaks in team history as far as consecutive games with a touchdown pass. The uh, number one streak, I guess, uh, for Patrick Mahomes of the three that he has, 31 straight games with a touchdown pass, and that went from October 6, 2019 to October 17, 2021. It's funny when you look at some of these, I'm not going to re read all these dates off to you because I'll spare the people listening to the audio, but basically anytime one of his streaks ends, it was like the next week, the next one began. Um, so again, not normalizing greatness in what we're seeing from Patrick Mahomes. And as we move on to number four, this is where it starts to get 
really, really crazy. Patrick Mahomes sets NFL marks for first 75 games. This is courtesy of the Chiefs Communications Department. Appreciate all the work they put into this. Despite making just his 71st career start, Mahomes has passed Matthew Stafford for the most passing yards in a player's first 75 games or career starts, I should say, not games. Mahomes now has, as I said earlier, 21,596 career passing yards. Passing, he's about 300 yards, 340 yards past Matthew Stafford again for the first 75 games. So for the next four starts that we have from Patrick Mahomes is just him separating himself from anyone else that might try to flirt with that in the future. Again, just absolutely obliterating uh, pacing for the best we've ever seen in NFL history in some, not these crazy statistics, we're talking passing yards. And then now let's move on to wins as far as success. Now people talk about quarterback wins and what it means. And should it be a stat for quarterbacks? And it was a big thing with Alex Smith uh, being here, but the success they've had under Patrick Mahomes, not just him going out, putting up a bunch of yards and not winning anything. We've seen quarterbacks do that before. He's also winning football games. And you look at the most wins by a quarterback in his first 75 career starts, Patrick Mahomes with his 56 wins. Again, he's still got four starts left to, move up a little bit more, but he's tied with Tom Brady, as I just mentioned, for the most wins in his first 71 career starts. Uh, and that's the fourth most. If he gets one more, so if they win against the Jags next week, he would tie Roger Staubach and Daryl LaMonica. Those are both uh, in the 60s and 70s for the first 75 career starts for the most wins. And then the most ever is Kenny Stabler from 1971 to 1978 had 58 wins in his first 75 career starts. So Patrick Mahomes needs to win at least three of his next four games to pace as having the most wins by a quarterback in his first 75 career starts. Moving along, Patrick Mahomes has now 172 career touchdown passes in his first 71 career starts, our second best to only Pro Football Hall of Famer Dan Marino, who had 173 touchdown throws in his first 75 career starts. So. Patrick Mahomes needs two touchdown passes over the next four games to have the most touchdown passes in NFL history for a quarterback in his first 75 career starts. I like the odds on him doing that. And again, these are the ones that really start to put into context how special we're talking yards, wins, touchdowns. You don't see a lot of the same names on all of those with Dan Marino, you see the yards and touchdowns. He has the fourth most passing yards and his first 75 career starts, obviously the most touchdowns, but it's nowhere on the wins list. Uh, and then the other guys, Roger Starbuck, Daryl LaMonica, Tom Brady, you don't see them on these other lists for passing yards in the first 75 career starts or touchdowns thrown in a, the first 75 career starts. Now moving on to number five, uh, the final one that we've got for Patrick Mahomes after his performance Sunday night, Patrick Mahomes continues to lead the NFL in passing yards with 2,605 so far this season and touchdown throws with 21. Um, but since we haven't talked much about his scrambling, Mahomes leading the Chiefs last night in the running game because the rest, the running backs for the Chiefs combined for 12 carries for 14 yards, or excuse me, 13 carries for 14 yards when you add in Michael Burton, the fullback. Patrick Mahomes, six carries for 63 yards, but I thought. Uh, one of the biggest plays, if not the single biggest play in that game last night, was the third and 17 scramble. Uh, they were down eight late in the game. It was that final drive that they went down, and 
um, got the touchdown and the two point conversion. Uh, obviously, Mahomes got the touchdown with the scramble, but uh, his scramble on third and 17 just had to be an absolute backbreaker uh, for Mike Frabel. They kept showing him on the sideline, and I can't imagine what he's thinking, uh, knowing that whenever they play the Chiefs, they've had so much success against the Chiefs. But in the games that mattered, the one in the playoffs specifically, uh, it was Mahomes' scramble and that highlight run that we see on every Mahomes highlight reel, and we will continue to see forever but uh, a lot of highlights in last night's game but I don't think a play is bigger than the scramble on third and 17 so we just talked about all his passing yards and all those things that he's doing also doing the things like that scramble to help uh, win the football game but uh, I want to know which Patrick Mahomes play was your favorite from last night let me know in the comment section or a review hit me up on social media let me know uh, what you enjoyed most uh, what play you enjoyed most from Patrick Mahomes last night. Uh, I've got four options to, to kind of jog your memory if you're out there listening. Uh, the third and one play that Chiefs were at midfield at seven minutes and four seconds left in overtime. Again, third and one, it was the Mahomes deep shot to Noah Gray that resulted in a gain of 27 yards. And if you're watching our second screen, you heard me say, Travis Kelsey's the best ever do it because I thought it was Travis Kelsey who made that play. So it was even more impressive uh, that not only no gray, obviously when you watch the play, you see he's the one who broke open, but the juggling catch down the field, is probably the biggest play of Noah Gray's career thus far, uh, especially in that situation there at midfield. I feel like Andy Reid pr probably still go for it, but with the running game doing what it was doing, you never know. Uh, but that third one play was huge. And then later on that drive, just a couple minutes later, their fourth and one play, uh, Mahomes short to Juju on that little scissor route, which a gain of two yards ended up not really mattering because they ended up kicking a field goal anyway, and they didn't need to go for it on fourth down right there, the way that it played out. But in the moment, such a big moment uh, for Juju Smith-Schuster, physical player. You see him fight uh, for the first down on that play huge. Uh, and then I just mentioned uh, the third and 17 scramble for Patrick Mahomes uh, as the number three play uh, to jog your memory of your favorite play from Mahomes. And then the other one, uh, the second 11 um, in overtime, nine Oh seven left uh, to Kansas city 24. It was the kind of falling down shot to Pat or to Travis Kelsey it ended up being a gain of 18 yards uh, play that Kelsey kind of cut in front of, I believe it was Kevin Byard, uh, one of the best better, if not one of the best safeties uh, in the entire NFL, making a play on that dude in that moment, deep in their own territory when they're behind the sticks at seven, second 11, uh, just a big time play. And obviously the touchdown scramble could be on that list as well. But let me know what your favorite Patrick Mahomes play was uh, in the comments. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now let's move on to number six and away from Patrick Mahomes here uh, for just a little bit. Got to show some love to the other guys. Um, But let's talk a little Travis Kelsey. Um, He eclipsed the 100-yard mark uh, again, and he tied Rob Gronkowski for the most in NFL history. On the game, Kelsey had 10 catches on a game-high 17 targets for a team-high 106 yards. It was Kelsey's 32nd career game with 100 or more receiving yards. Obviously, like I just said, tying Rob Gronkowski for the most 100-yard games in NFL history by a tight end. And I like Travis Kelsey's uh, chances of breaking that record. Uh, Both Kelsey and Gronkowski had one more than Tony Gonzalez, who is in second uh, with 31 career games of 100 yards or more receiving. Then after that, it's Kellen Winslow with 24 and then Jackie Smith with 22. So Travis Kelsey stays healthy. He's going to shatter every record out there for tight ends because he is the best tight end in NFL history. All right, let's move on to number seven, McCole Hardman. He was on the receiving end of a seven-yard touchdown pass from Patrick Mahomes in the second quarter of last night's game. And Mahomes, or excuse me, Hardman now has receiving touchdowns in three consecutive weeks and has five total touchdowns in the last three weeks over that same stretch. That brings McCole Hardman's total touchdown uh, to four receiving touchdowns and six total touchdowns on the season, tying his single-season career high back in 2019 when he was a rookie. Mahomes finished the game last night with six receptions for 79 yards and a touchdown. It's nice to see McColl get involved. I know there's the one third-down pass that uh, was low. Uh, I feel like he had a chance. He was open uh, that he wasn't able to bring in, but it's been great to see McColl Hardman uh, get in with the offense, especially now with Kadarius Toney, who we saw get into the mix, uh, catching the first pass of the game. The Chiefs have, obviously, a lot of weapons of the high-scoring offense. Uh, in the NFL, I believe they still are um, after yesterday's uh, round of games. But uh, big time for McCole Hardman to keep finding the end zone and, and finding a way to, to really be patient and do a great job setting up blocks and doing all those good things. But great to see McCole make some plays. Let's move on to number eight. Uh, you're familiar with Josh Briscoe, uh, local radio guy in Kansas City. He always used to at least talk about uh, time of possession uh, and it being a big thing. I think a lot of it was tongue-in-cheek. But... Kansas City had a 41 minute and 28 second to 26 minute and 23 second advantage in time of possession in Sunday's game against the Titans. The 41 28 mark ranks as the eighth highest time of possession for a single game in Chiefs franchise history dating back to 1984. That is a completely random nugget. I don't know why I shared it, but I thought it was interesting and a lot different than the other stuff that uh, we were talking about on the show. So, yeah. 41 minutes and 28 seconds. I know, especially in the first, I think it was the first quarter, the Titans had ran just like four plays. So the Chiefs offense really had it rolling uh, early. Uh, not a lot of huge chunk plays, uh, but definitely methodically moving the ball down the field and then struggled for a while and then figured it out enough late in the game with Mahomes just basically saying, you know, over my dead body game. Uh, so 
Moving on to number nine, we're just going to put like 13 in this one, guys. Okay, I'm going to give a couple bonus ones right here the way that this is all working out. But let's move along to number nine. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball. And the Chiefs defense allowed just five completions on 16 attempts in Sunday's game. The five completions are tied for the eighth fewest completions allowed in a single game in franchise history and is the fewest completions allowed since the Denver Broncos completed just two passes on November 13th, 2011, the 16 pass attempts are tied for the 23rd fewest opponent passing attempts in franchise history and are the fewest since the Broncos had just eight attempts in the same game back on November 13th, 2011. Uh, <laughs> Chiefs communication staff really outdid themselves with the 23rd fewest opponent passing attempts in franchise history last night for the Titans. That is, that is a stat um, as is the fact that uh, our Craig Stout uh, had said last night and, or this morning, if you read our, our Substack newsletter. You can find the link to that in the description uh, of the show. If you uh, like getting Chiefs content to your email inbox, you can subscribe. We have free subscribe um, or a free subscription uh, to get afternoon uh, updates from our guy, Charles Goldman. And then if you want the in-depth analysis, uh, it's $30 a year. I get more than 450 newsletters. But anyway, 10 yards in the second half and overtime is the is all that the Chiefs defense allowed the Titans offense to get. Again, 10 yards. The Titans' last six drives netted negative eight yards on 21 plays. The Chiefs' defense was absolutely dominant. Once they figured out, and maybe it was because they had prepared for Ryan Tannehill and then Malik Willis gets in there and they did some of that um, option stuff at RPO and he was holding the ball, something they weren't prepared for. Saw the safeties kind of struggling early uh, with some of that RPO stuff. Saw Derrick Henry uh, break loose a few times. Second half, uh, we talked about it on the postgame show, Craig Stout and, and Matty Lane did, by bringing Willie Gay uh, down a little bit more and, and just kind of changing up what they were doing to try and shut down some of those chunk plays and those things that we saw from the Titans offense early in the game when they're finding success. But again, just 10 yards allowed in the second half and overtime by the Chiefs defense. Absolutely dominant performance. And moving along to number 10, one of the reasons uh, and one of the, the catalysts for that dominant performance, Chris Jones recorded a half sack of Malik Willis splitting the sack with Carlos Dunlap on the game's final drive. Chris Jones now has 55 career sacks and he ranks fifth all time in chiefs franchise history for most sacks since it became an official statistic back in 1982. So it's always great when your best defensive players or your best players step up in the biggest moments. And we saw that late in the game uh, from Chris Jones and a couple of these other guys I'm going to mention at number 11. And that is Colin Saunders, my guy got a sack of Malik Willis for a loss of 12 yards on the Titans' final drive of the game in overtime. Uh, Colin Saunders now has a career high with one and a half sacks. Uh, don't, don't know if that's necessarily the, the best thing uh, or the best way to promote that, but Colin Saunders uh, had a team-high six tackles, three solo, including one tackle for loss and one other quarterback pressure. So great to see Colin Saunders uh, be on that final drive and kind of close it down along with Chris Jones and – the guy that I'm about to mention, the 12th and final thing that stood out in this game or stat nugget that you need to know, uh, Carlos Dunlap closing in on the century mark um, for career sacks. Carlos Dunlap recorded one and a half sacks in last night's game of Malik Willis. He now has three and a half sacks since joining the Chiefs prior to this season. And now 
Carlos Dunlap, 99 and a half career sacks. He ranks eighth among all active players with 99 and a half career sacks and is looking to become just the eighth active player to eclipse the century mark for career sacks. Dunlap, again, finished the game last night with four tackles. Two of them were solo, including one tack for loss. One and a half sacks, which netted a loss of eight and a half yards and two other quarterback pressures. Talking about those other seven players that are active in the NFL right now with more than 100 career sacks. Robert Quinn, Aaron Donald, J.J. Watt, Chandler Jones, Justin Houston, Cameron Jordan, and Vaughn Miller. That's the list that Carlos Dunlap finds himself on. It was great to see. Obviously, Chris, Colin, and Carlos help close it down for the Chiefs defense and really fuel, um, at least as far as getting after the passer, uh, once the running game kind of shut down and it forced the Titans to have to try and throw the ball, uh, was not going very well for them. So shout out to the run defense for putting in a position to make them throw the ball. And then when they had to throw the ball, shout out to the guys up front for getting it done and getting pressure. But those are my... Uh, 10 slash 12 things that stood out in last night's game against the Tennessee Titans. Hopefully uh, you absorbed some of that information that I just fire hosed at all of you. We appreciate all of you for watching. If you're watching on YouTube, please hit that like and subscribe button. Or if you're listening to the podcast audio, appreciate you for tuning in and listening. I know it's a lot of places to get your chiefs content and we try to be uh, one of the places not leaning into a lot of the clickbaity stuff, but really providing information and analysis and quality content for you uh, to make you a more educated fan. Um, so if you are watching on YouTube and you want the podcast audio, just go to any of your favorite podcast platforms and search KC Sports Network. Not only find our chief stuff, but KU, K-State, Mizzou, Royals. We cover absolutely everything, more than 25 shows per week overall, um, with a heavy emphasis on the Kansas City Chiefs, who again move to 6-2 and two on the season uh, and sit atop the AFC with the Buffalo Bills. But appreciate all of you for spending part of your day with us, and we'll see you next time, Chiefs team. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.